Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. We've fired a lot of stuff into space. Um, there's a lot of stuff up there orbiting the Earth that we put there. Uh, we've fired stuff into space that is that is gone and a Voyager uh, and probably ain't coming back unless Star Trek the movie is a documentary. Um, <laughs> but, but, this is a real fascinating case. Kevin sent me a note about this. I actually saw this on my own. From CNBC, Michael Sheets wrote it. The Federal Communications Commission, the FCC, enforced its first space debris penalty in a settlement with DISH for $150,000. So you might know that DISH, DirecTV, Sirius Satellite Radio, uh, some forms of internet, and things work using satellites that are up there uh, floating around overhead. And I did not know that the FCC was behind uh, monitoring and, and enforcing rules regarding that. But, I mean, I understand that, well, DISH obviously would be regulated by the FCC, but the fact that their satellites fall under the umbrella of the FCC's coverage, that surprised me. But the Federal Communications Commission announced a settlement with DISH Network in the regulator's first penalty related to space debris. See, if you're, if you're going to go to space... Don't litter up there. <laughs> this word to the wise. Dish admitted it was liable for failing to properly dispose of the Echo Star 7 broadcast communication satellite and agreed to pay a fee of $150,000, according to the FCC. Now, that's a fee and not a fine. I'm not sure if there's a real distinction there. If you made me pay you $150,000, it wouldn't make me feel any better if you called it a fee. Unless it has tax implications, in which case it might, although I still hate to pay all that money. The FCC called the agreement a breakthrough settlement in the increasingly concerning realm of space debris. And yes, I lay awake at night wondering when Skylab is going to fall on the roof of my house. Now, <laughs> that was a few years ago, for those of you who recall that. But uh, this is brought on by governments and companies who've launched satellites into orbit at an unprecedented rate. There's a lot of junk up there. Now, here's the good news. Space is a very, very big area. (laughs) There's a lot of room up there. The problem, of course, is that what goes up generally must come down. Some of it, like I said, does leave and go away. Uh, But the question is, if it's up there orbiting and and its orbit is decaying, where is it going to go when the orbit decays? Now, a lot of it just falls back into the atmosphere and burns up. Or it falls back into the atmosphere, burns up, and what's left of it hits, you know, someplace out in the middle of the Indian Ocean or the outback of Australia. But, you know, you're you're playing roulette there because it could also crash into Manhattan. So as satellite operations become more prevalent and the space economy accelerates, we must be certain that operators comply with their commitments, says the Bureau Chief of Enforcement at the FCC, in a statement. So... As the space economy accelerates, are are you equipped right now to participate in the space economy? DISH launched the Echo Star 7 satellite in 2002 and planned to remove it from service in May of last year. But a few months before that, DISH found the satellite did not have enough fuel remaining to navigate to the disposal location. So I'm guessing that the rules said, if you put it up there, it's your job to bring it down. And to bring it down legally, you got to do certain things. And I suspect, and if somebody in the audience knows this, and it's going to be somebody, if somebody knows this, please chime in. But I think 
they're going to say, yeah, the way you bring it down is you maneuver it to a place where you know it will fall and cause no harm, right? So don't maneuver it over Manhattan. Maneuver it over uh, a, a big portion of the Indian Ocean that might be not occupied by much. So it's the Echo Star 7 satellite. So the company had previously agreed to an orbital debris mitigation plan. And I think everybody should have one of those. (laughs) Orbital debris mitigation plan with the FCC to relocate the satellite. Instead of retiring the satellite 300 kilometers away from where it was operating in geostationary orbit, DISH retired the satellite about 122 kilometers away, well short of the disposal orbit. So they couldn't get it to where it was supposed to go. I presume that there's still no danger here because they're not running around like chickens with no heads about the sky falling. And I understand it's not the sky falling, it's a satellite, it's a joke. But uh, DISH did not immediately respond to CNBC's request for comment on the settlement. So it is a settlement of $150,000 that DISH has agreed to pay. uh, And that's simply because the satellite will presumably fall from orbit short of where it needed to be. So it's only about 75 miles off, if I do my conversion there correctly. But um, rules are rules. And like I said before, you put it up there. It's your responsibility to get it down or take care of it. So uh, it's an interesting question. I suspect it may arise more often. Uh, If you've ever seen those uh, stories or documentaries, they talk about how much stuff is in space that we put there. And now not everything we put up there is still up there. You know, some of these things that we put up very early came down very early. But over time, there have been all kinds of satellites put up there, communication satellites and GPS satellites and Lord knows what else. And so most of it, my understanding is, in geostationary orbit, meaning they put it up there, and as the Earth rotates, the the satellite stays above a certain spot. Uh, And so most of it is up there, and they know where it is. But, of course, there are other things that are orbiting, and you got to make sure that this uh, stuff doesn't become clutter up there. I seem to recall as a major plot point, is it Gravity? Is Gravity the movie where uh, there's a, a space mission and uh, there's a collision with some space debris? And uh, assuming that movie is even remotely accurate, it looked pretty dangerous. <laughs> I suspect the movie's not terribly accurate, but... But I'll have to talk to uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson about that and see what he thinks about the accuracy of that movie. (laughs) A lot of people don't like it when he talks about how unscientific movies are. I think it's funny. He's not not saying they shouldn't make these movies, and he's not even saying they're bad movies. He's just saying, by the way, because what I do is, you know, astrophysics, when I see stuff in movies that looks off to me, I like to point it out because some people do want to know that. So I, I, I salute the man for when he points those things out. So he might even have a thought on this. I don't know. But the uh, Echo Star 7 broadcast communications satellite was up there for 21 years. 21 years. And it was scheduled to come down last year. Uh, and it's unclear from here if it did come down. Uh, but it did say that um, when it was removed from service, which could be a euphemism for, for taking it out of orbit, uh, but it was removed from service. It didn't have the fuel that it needed to navigate to its disposal location. So that was the big question. And for that, DISH is paying 150 grand, And to the FCC, 
And so I suspect that the FCC must have been given some kind of authority over communication satellites launched by private companies. Uh, I would assume that there's federal agencies that oversee their own satellites, and I doubt that the FCC's got any power over them. But then again, they might think they do. You never know. So Kevin, thanks for sending it. (laughs) From CNBC, Michael Sheets, FCC enforces first space debris penalty in $150,000 settlement with DISH. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. You don't learn to walk by following rules. You learn by doing and by falling over.